Welcome back to Behind the Content here at Estelo. I'm Kavya Shah, the Head of Styling and Creativity. And today we are back at it again with a very interesting and very different episode. So yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy it. Hi guys, welcome back to Behind the Content here at Estelo. We have Rudraksha with us, who is currently a junior in fashion school in Mumbai. And um, we already did speak a little about her and her journey in the industry and all her likes and everything before this. But there's a lot more that she has to share with us. So on to you, Rudraksha. Hi, guys. My name is Rudraksha Bhatil. I'm inclining towards uh, studying fashion communication and styling in the uh, Indian School of Design and Innovation. And I'm still in the process of... Uh, going into the field uh, but i've had my homework done so yeah we'll speak about that yeah definitely so uh one question that a lot of people are confused with still surprisingly but anyways and what exactly is fashion communication and styling so could you give our listeners a small insight on what the course is about okay so let me just like be very clear with you that fashion communication and styling is not a uh, very very common especially in india that's why whoever if you you know if you've not even come across whoever uh, wanted to do this or whoever wants to do this they uh, you know supposedly they just choose to go abroad and study about it because they feel that it's a very very um uh, very focused uh, area of study fashion communication styling being the two two major parts the communication and styling they feel that india doesn't really provide that kind of uh, substance to know more about it but um, i feel it's not just about the communication and styling if a fashion designer knows about textiles the origin of everything the designs and patterns a fashion communication and styling student would obviously obviously would need to know the whole psychology behind what trends are how is forecasting done what would people want to uh, wear in the future how was the uh, history of fashion or past of the fashion um, imbibed right now uh, especially y2k if you see there are many 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 <laughs> trends which are just blast from the past right yeah. like the 70s and every 20 years the t- trend yeah exactly yeah. exactly so it's just something which you need to know a uh, whole and soul about fashion it's not only about the designs trust me it's about the industry the people you work with the way you communicate the way you probably just sell out what you wanting to sell um it's just a very dynamic very dynamic and holistic thing to you know know about and uh, i feel india is still still on the um, trail to like go forward with it but uh, with isdi i feel uh, the way they've integrated it, uh, it this course in their um, whole uh, discipline and specialization it does give you a proper proper insight because you have your research done you you need to study so much about the history because you know only if you know the history of fashion that is when you can predict the future of fashion yes so it's it's really wholesome that's great that's so good to hear that because even when i was applying to colleges i was under that notion that this course 
is not really great in India. It's still very slow. It's picking up. I might as well go abroad, and you know, because mm-hmm. it's picked up there. It's it's yeah. how fashion design is so common in India. Yeah. Fashion communication styling has become very common in cities yeah. like New York and London. So mm-hmm. I also thought about it, but then yes, the stereotype was broken down for me, and I'm exactly. glad it has. I feel fashion communication part is just very very strong. especially with the cancel culture going on that whatever you put out people just are ready to come at you yeah. so you, you need to have a thorough meaning and research behind everything a design context and intervention for everything what you you know you're putting out or you, even you're studying or just yeah. fashion so and those people will just pounce on you they'll just like exactly they like i'm canceling you <laughs> this is the cancel culture and this is what we're here for you do produce fashion content on your instagram you also have a fashion instagram account but an a very uh, interesting thing about you is you have a youtube channel now if yeah. i tell someone that she's a fashion communication styling student who has a youtube channel people are probably going to think that you know she vlogs or her, her content like the basic mentality that a fashion yeah. student should have a fashion youtube channel exactly but that's <laughs> not the case when it comes to you hmm. so could you tell us what your youtube channel is about i know what it is but i want everyone <laughs> to know and why did you not decide to go into fashion when you know for your channel so i'll i'll be completely honest that okay when i started obviously obviously i just had this notion in my mind that it wouldn't be something which i would do on a daily basis this would be something uh, which i would be contributing to the society from my side of course like the other youtubers i did fall into the uh, algorithm and like you know the basic societal uh, pressure that you yeah you should do a, a variety of videos and i did i did try i did a gossip girl edition i tried to do a fun challenge video but this was something we just tagged along but i feel that mental health was something uh, which was a major aspect of my youtube channel was uh, because i really 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 feel that um, mental health is very very underrated and underspoken and undervalued in uh, especially this generation people just uh, seem to you know uh, think that it's cool to not care uh, it's cool to you know go uh, go ahead with your business or do whatever the hell you want to do but it's not bad everything as has a very very sensitive point and that is when you become the designers of future you need to be empathetic you need to understand and then you need to comprehend and then you need to uh, communicate and if you're a fashion student you're not uh, categorized to uh, become this a uh, glamorous person and <laughs> glamorous person and just speak about fashion and be being all cool you need to have a dynamic personality in that way that you can have conversations with people around something which is much more sensible fashion mm-hmm. communication is also uh, something on the same uh, line you need to understand how the person or what the person is going to you know probably wear or just according to their personality or according to the trends which are going to come you mm-hmm. can't impose something on pers- uh, on a person directly just because it's a trend True. many people do that yeah uh, i mean we just started yeah as a designer stylist whatever role that you will be in the fashion industry you're only going to sustain and you're only going to like be there if your clientele is happy and the only way exactly. you'll be able to sustain for a long time is if you're empathetic and if you have good communication exactly. qualities you exactly. can't 
like like you said impose you have to even hear the other person out and hmm. that's why you know i love talking because conversations like these need to happen build up to your uh, exactly yeah. yes people are snooty in the industry that's so in any industry but i feel like it's so yeah. serious like uh, stereotypes in this industry that they're the snooty exactly. people they're the rudest and yes yeah. i've come across few people too from whatever little experience i've had but there yeah. are few of the most kindest humble people too and i exactly. feel like people normalize you know this and break the stereotype then the industry will just become a much better place for us most recent youtube video was about uh, breaking this stigma against uh, content compulsion and what does that term mean okay. and okay. your view and basically you know few more details okay okay so i feel even if a person is starting with a youtube channel or an instagram page or just 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 you uh, being a person who is posting and putting content out there uh, there is a certain level of um, um, i don't know stigma around uh, content compulsion because there are many it's obviously all about influence we do get influenced by the influencers who breached a certain height we feel that they're putting out content every day way they're you know approaching these uh, times and they're still managing to do everything just know that they have a bank ready it's not that even if they're dull on some day and they're forcing themselves to put out a content because they're you know obliged to do it they're supposed to do it it's the way of uh, you know how they're working and they wouldn't tell you that we've already prepared this it's something from you know the past or probably somewhere they like they randomly did it so it creates a notion and it creates this picture in the uh, people's minds that uh, being a content uh, creator you need to put out and you need to be very um, persistent uh, in terms of your posting you need to be persistent in your personality i agree but it doesn't mean that you overshadow the days when you're feeling low and the days you're not you're just not feeling like it there's no reason it's you're allowed to not put anything out there if you're not okay or if you're not fine mentally or physically or emotionally and that is something people need to understand just because you've become an influencer and there are other people or your friends telling you oh tumne aaj kuch dala nahi doesn't mean that you need to get up from your bed or leave everything put out or something if you're not if your heart is not there just know that if your heart is not going to be there it's not going to come out authentic mm-hmm. the way you're trying to share very true very true i mean and that's yes the instagram algorithm is irritating social media platform algorithms as a whole are irritating but i feel like see and now we can't change it right yeah. but in future when we are working at these companies or if mm-hmm. you know we are with startups so we're starting a new social media page mm-hmm. we don't make, make the algorithm like this or if we change the algorithm because we are going to do it we are going mm-hmm. to be working in these places one day too and if we have this mindset then if the algorithm changes it's just going to be a much more positive and healthy exactly. space and it's going to open exactly. up to a lot more people too lot more people exactly. exactly if we continue with the same mindset that no this is how exactly. it is this is how it's going to be for like the rest of the time it is exactly. then that's not healthy and that's why exactly. so many influencers you know they take breaks and they speak about mental health after going mm. through all of that mm. and i feel like because they open up the 
such you know talks and all of that it's good for us so that we don't have to go through it in such severe mm-hmm. talk you don't have to fit into the uh, exactly. statement what they've already created exactly yeah. very true yeah and so exactly that is when the planning part comes in like yeah. they wouldn't tell you they wouldn't show you that oh this is my bank already prepared mm-hmm. it's just on the surface level as an audience what you get to see so you need to know that there is a whole different story a back story of every brand they create or the person or personality they create right. it's a process guys yeah and it it all depends on the person's lifestyle their situation all of that there are few people who pick on trends as and when they come and then there are few yeah. who you know do it a week later but it's okay like don't pressurize yourself you know to like exactly. hop on to that trend or you know do it because you don't know what that person's lifestyle their situation is you know yeah. so thank you so much for like you know talking about stuff like this and you know starting a youtube channel where yeah. i know that if you start probably putting on more fashion content or fashion fashion vlogs or stuff like that yeah. your your views probably will go up and all of that and yeah. in future you may even end up doing that but yeah. you know as a start you're doing this and because you really want to get your message out there and very clear to yeah. i feel like that's just exactly. amazing yeah. you were one of the initial members of a startup company can you explain how that process was and tell us about the company okay so this is a very very interesting story uh, you know that phase when you're just out of 12th and you know people just want to know that oh i would want to work with gucci or i would want to work with uh, probably even you know the lamest brand they could but it needs to be a proper brand well established so that they could go and tell people that i am working with this you know i've you know i've just jumped into it and i think this is a this is a very good start for my career but uh, with my notion what i feel was um, i really wanted to know how it started from the scratch uh, what were the first laying stones of a brand a women of color beauty this brand beauty brand uh, with circles around inclusivity uh, they approached me and uh, i was quite confused that fine i know the name i know what they're doing but i haven't heard about it uh that's also fine because my notion was to work with something which is uh, starting from the scratch a startup but this was my notion yeah this was my notion but i wanted to know if this is an industry how are these people so sure about taking up a person who doesn't have any experience in this field who just passed out of 12th so uh, my one question to them was uh, why exactly hire a amateur if you could have something who has a wider much more deeper knowledge about the topic you are going to start with their only statement to me was uh, we wouldn't want something uh, which is already continued uh, with other brands or uh, the society's talks because you're coming out of something uh, wherein uh, coming out of a boarding school wherein you did not have a larger connection with uh, what is going on on social media or the trends or people whatever they are speaking so if you're uh, coming up uh, with this uh, idea that you want to start with a brand from the scratch especially knowing that it's about inclusivity you would have some fresh ideas and why wouldn't we want that on our page i was i was pretty much convinced that fine okay then how do you trust my skills you know you need to have a strong build up 
from the very start to reach a certain amount of followers now you have zero followers zero following how how are you planning to you know go ahead with a 12 standard pass out without even uh, the first year knowledge so that is when they told me that experience is something which comes secondary but uh, your primary skills your primary values and your primary thoughts is something which creates the essence of a brand and that just got my i was like i am going forward with this and this is something very nice because if you've seen there are so many brands who have jumped onto the bandwagon of mm-hmm. inclusivity and diverse culture right now Hmm. Taken, taking from in beauty industry, taking from Fenty or Fenty just you know uh, launched the uh, whole black beauty thing. Yeah. There are other brands, CoverGirl, Bobby Brown, who have different campaigns right now. They did not start with this notion of inclusivity yeah. or involving different colored uh, women. Yes. This is something which uh, was uh, their main and primary uh, aspect. They wanted to revolve around the women of color to provide that. kind of comfort that and you know that so yeah so so, yeah. so what was your role in that company i uh, wanted to start with just being the content writer i feel the way they uh, put on the responsibility of handling their website their social media page and the whole content uh, creation and curation for that matter on me was something very life changing for that time because you can't expect a 12 standard pass out who doesn't really have thoda sa bhi common sense in that uh, manner how to manage a social media how to build up a brand not that i've done any course that time i just did my probably my psychology and like commerce that too and go forward with something which is called marketing and uh, digital marketing brand management so many heavy words which people do courses right now to you know uh, pull up their brand for the small businesses which are going on they have some kind of prior knowledge they've seen other people and that's how they start and that that confidence gives them the uh, push to go forward with it true but uh, they wanted me to do all this handle all this and i think that responsibility again the goat that the more responsible yeah. you are the more power you get the more responsible you are held for yes so, so are you still working for them or yes i so my okay. initial uh, way of uh, taking this whole internship was i'll do this three months and i'll say that mm-hmm. about to them i did other internships as well but women of color still stayed with me because this was something which really really evolved me as a person so you still the content writer or so now i'm uh, the content writer i do the social media engagement i uh, do like handle the website so it's almost everything people say that you shouldn't be attached to a person firm or the uh, way you like you the things you're working for True. you shouldn't be attached to it because you need to move on to grow more and uh, more in your uh, future mm-hmm. or your career aspects uh at some points there were some phases in my life when i started uh, feeling that i should now you know leave this and move on to something else completely i was doing other internships i worked with k sukumar he is a fashion editorial uh, and uh, photographer and i managed his uh, generations virtual brand and his sister brand as voiled portraits so this was clearly only like this was uh, properly only for fashion and i wanted to do that i did not want to stick to one thing but being a design or a fashion student i have also worked with uh, under a vaccine vaccination vaccination center for uh, covid and uh, i have handled their database like the covin app i have handled that oh so wow. at that time at that time also people were telling me that 
uh, how is this adding up to your uh, cv how is this adding up to your resume you know this is completely something very different and that time i was so furious that people need to know that if i'm doing fashion or if i'm studying design that doesn't restrict me to know about different fields yes. it adds up to my personality of managing things of communicating to real life people if people are coming in to the vaccination centers i needed to talk to them i, I had to speak to them comfort them that will you will not learn even through exactly. a college or an institute that's what exactly. you know everything is for like you said your resume and your cv exactly. a lot of things are skills that you just generally need in all aspects i feel like you've given us a huge insight and honestly like i'm saying this very genuinely open my eyes to about you know not just working with brands or not just giving up or not starting your own brand there are startups there are other things and other ways yeah. that, you know we can go about so thank you so much for that and before we end today's episode any last words or any advice you want to give to our listeners so firstly i just need to be like very appreciative about this that i'm really glad that at least you know it's it's just amazing to know that if even if it's like just one person but that person is inspired or to you know even like being enlightened about what you were saying or what you were trying to put out that kind of makes a change and it just feels a uh, this little victory in your heart that probably probably whatever you spoke in front of that camera did make sense and i feel uh, the only advice i would uh, tell like give others is to before communicating or before even uh, vocalizing whatever you want to say or opining over things which is so common right now especially in this culture you need to understand what is going on you need to understand the back story of it and that is when you build your uh, own own value or your own thoughts over it influencers and influencing is a very very strong aspect which people do come under so you need to have your own authentic side to it and add up with your own knowledge so, yes that's it <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much and guys i really hope you enjoyed this episode i'll be linking rudraksha's instagram her fashion account and her youtube channel down in the show notes so all of your <laughs> Jolly do check it out cuz it's amazing. So once again thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you guys. <laughs> Bye. So really hope you guys learned a lot and took a lot away from this episode and as usual do give us your feedback because it really helps us and do check out everything linked below in the show notes and stay tuned for more episodes in the future. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Stay safe. Bye.